you have to find enoughness through internal validation that you are being the best that you can be, that God has created you to be as you wear these different hats. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast with Dr. Phyllis Hayes Reigns, the one-stop podcast for Christian women who want to unplug from feeling overwhelmed and plug into their inner superpower of resilience so that they can live a life of peace and joy and in God's purpose. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast. I'm Dr. Phyllis, your host. Today is episode 21, and we're going to be talking about the topic, don't confuse your hats with your calling. I'm going to say that again. Don't confuse your hats with your calling. God did not call you to the hats you wear. God called you to be the person that he's created you to be. And the hats that you wear are the way that we can reflect who God has created us to be. So if you are created with a big heart, which is why you're here, you're created to care. You're created to encourage. You're created to be a life partner, a care partner for others. And God's created you with that big heart, but that's not all who you are. You are called to be you. And the hats that you wear are just a part of who God has created you to be. And the reason I want to share that is I know how it is to get so caught up in our to-dos, the people we care for, that if we're not careful, if you're not careful, because I've been there, if you're not careful, you will start assigning or feeling your worth, your value is based on how well you wear those hats, how well you do your job, how well you take care of your family or you keep your house clean or how well you volunteer to do things. The reason this is important is because we're really getting down to the issue of validation. If we're not careful, we will begin, you will begin thinking that your value or feeling that you're enough is based on the feelings that you get when you are checking things off your to-do list or, oh, you've, you 
took care of this person or you volunteered to do everything at work or you covered for someone at work or when someone needed you at the midnight hour, you jumped in and you did it. Or people needed you. You said, I'll do it no matter what. You sacrificed. You put your own needs to the side. You jumped in to do it. Something needed to be planned. You did it. You made sure your kids got to every activity, regardless if you were about to drop. I remember my blood pressure would go up, usually somewhere between. 5 and 6 p.m. every day when I had to make sure they were picked up, they got to their activities after school, their extracurricular activities, rehearsals, practices. Um, I had to try to get to parent meetings. And I do a lot of driving for my job. And so I can remember I became kind of the expert of all the back roads. Um, back roads because I would have to like try to jet across town to try to make sure that I showed up because my kids expected me to show up. They were very appreciative when my mom would help or my husband would help, or there were times I had to ask my brother to help pick up when I really got in a bind, but my kids would look for me to be there. And I can remember feeling so badly when I didn't feel like I showed up, like I couldn't get to a certain event because of work obligations. Or there was a, a, a other type of schedule conflicts. When I was trying to be in two places at one time, maybe my kid, my kids, one had an obligation one place, the other one had an obligation another place. I remember my kids competed gymnastics. So there were two gymnastics meets going on at one time. And I felt, I knew I couldn't be in two places at one time. So my husband and I split duties. He went to one competition and I went to the other competition. Yet I felt bad about it. Most recently, my son's in college. I'm going to be honest. Somehow there was a little bit of a mix up on the schedule. I really think the website had the wrong date or they made an adjustment in the schedule. So I had already in my mind knew that I thought I knew that his musical performance was on a particular date. I And I was also going through a crazy time like all of us do. And later he told me, oh, mom, you know, the program was really great. I soloed. I had missed the program because I was ready to be there. I had bought tickets. I was ready to be there, let's say, on the Saturday night. And they had it on us the Sunday because Saturday was Veterans Day. I thought it was odd when I first looked at it that they would have a program on Veterans Day, but that's what it said on the calendar when I looked at it. So I never went back to look at it or double check it. And, you know, he's in college, he's doing his thing, right? So somewhere the, the calendar had was changed to Friday, 
night, the concert, but I, by that point, there was no way for me to get to that performance. There was just no way for me to get to that performance. And while I knew that I felt really bad, I felt badly because I felt that I had let him down. I felt bad because I wasn't able to be there at that moment to see him. And to be honest, it probably tapped into other feelings of uh, previous years when my head was all caught up in to the hamster wheel, the treadmill of life. I was so caught up in the work where I felt that I was caught up in that mindset that work gave me validation. I was trying to get the validation from work that I was enough. In the meantime, my brain wasn't totally present in my family time or other events and other situations that God had really called me to being a mother, being a daughter, being a sister, being a wife, my other activities, I was missing out on being present in those situations where really I was gaining internal validation because that's where my heart is, right? Yet I was going through a phase in my life where I was so caught up in getting that external validation from work, waiting for them to say that I was enough, waiting to get that next promotion. And because I I could see that, right? If you got that promotion, you got that next degree, you felt like you had arrived, but yet over time you realize that something is still missing because those type of accolades, I can sit in the midst of my degrees. I can, you know, I've got the, the, this plexiglass, plexiglass award from thanking me for being a department leader. But all that stuff doesn't really last. It doesn't really matter. What matters is being connected who God calls us to be, is to be people with big hearts, to care for others, to reflect his love and the love that he poured into his son, Jesus Christ. And and that part of our calling is really what's most important that we continue to find that internal validation that we're enough because we are enough in God's eyes. So let me bring this all together because I know I've said a lot and you can sense my passion about it because this was a great epiphany, although it was a very difficult lesson to learn Because it's really easy to feel like all the years that you spent caught up in that hamster wheel or treadmill or that rinse and repeat mindset of work and trying to get that validation of work because you're trying to strive, strive, strive. It's easy when 
the light bulb goes off and or the light goes on that you realize that God is calling you to something bigger. He's been pouring into you for something bigger than just one of those hats, like work. When that light goes off, it's easy. And let me step back. Sometimes that light goes on, not because of by your choice, it's because something happens at work, something happens in life that that is hurtful or disappointing. And then you 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 feel like all of this energy that you poured into, let's say, your job to go up and beyond to do to give a hundred and ten percent to your job waiting for them to say job well done and sometimes politics come into it and i just feel that often as even if it's hurtful god will allow people to do things or say things because he needs to get our attention to help us regain, reestablish some perspective that work is not all there is. Work is not all there is. Work is a means to do other things. It's nothing wrong with, with striving at work. There's nothing wrong with that. Yet when the striving at work, that hat becomes overwhelmingly the focus that's where the problem comes in because the other hats you wear there's no way that you can wear those other hats in the way that god wants you to wear them if you're putting all of your your energy into this one hat of work i've been there done that had a hurtful experience where God has had to do that to pull that emergency plug off the treadmill. So I say that because I was looking for validation of my worth and my value in a situation that never was going to fill me up because when you're dealing with people, People change, people trip. I'm going to be honest. I just said it. People trip, there's drama. You're never going to get fulfilled outside of yourself. There's nothing wrong with doing those things. Don't get me wrong. But you have to find enoughness through internal validation that you are being the best that you can be, that God has created you to be as you wear these different hats. So work has its place. You do the best job you can do. I see work as my ministry. So I try to do my ministry as a physician, the best that I can do. And to be a team player with my coworkers, the other disciplines I work with. And then I also try to balance the energy I bring to the other hats I wear be it as a transformational life coach, which I love, and being a mentor to others, being a mom, being a wife, being a sister, 
being a daughter in those roles that I still have to carry on for my parents, even after they've passed, as a community volunteer, my attention goes to how do I wear those hats? But again, from a place of me bringing Phyllis and you bringing you, because I want you to see it. God has created you as you. There's no other you. There may be someone who looks like you. You know, we always can find people who favor us. We might find someone whose voice is similar to us. There may be some people who try to copy a look we have or how we sound or how we do things, but they can't be you. They're never going to be another you. God has created you. You're unique. And as the scripture says, he knows every hair, the number of hairs on your head. He has created you to be someone special. And the hats that he he has you wear, because now, again, you know, often we pick up some hats and we're going to talk about that in other episodes. We pick up hats that we're, we don't need to pick up. But for those hats that he has created us to wear, those are expressions of who we are. But we have to gain validation through God and who he's created us to be. And we have to do everything. You have to do everything in your power to continue to ignite and refresh and renew so that you are connected to who he's created you for. That's why it's so important that you try to put things in perspective. You try to, to learn how to coach yourself. And often that comes from working with a coach like me, a mentor like me, to help you do the right self-talk so that you can talk yourself off the ledge and, you know, you can kind of like self-correct yourself. I was like, okay, wait a minute. Let me re, let me kind of like rein myself in. Let me make sure that I'm looking at my own internal validation, my calling, because your calling is that internal validation, who God has created you to be. He's created you to be you. And he's wired you with a big heart to love and to care. And you have to renew, you have to put yourself in a position to keep yourself renewed and refreshed so that you can keep everything in perspective so that you don't confuse all these hats with your worth and looking for these hats to give you validation, be it, we love our children and it will take time as you see how they continue to mature and evolve when you can see how God will work in their lives. And then you can get some some validation that, wow, my work 
did pay off because you're not necessarily going to see that right away because you remember how you were at their age, right? And so those things take time that you will see the fruits of your labor, be it with your spouse or your significant other, your partner. You bring yourself to that relationship, or if you don't have that relationship, your uh, your friends, your other relationships, you have to bring yourself and know who you are and know the situations that God makes you feel at peace and where you feel like you're being authentically yourself versus relationships or, or situations where you feel like you're eh, the alarms are going off. You're not feeling quite like you belong in that. God gives us signals. And then that's when, you know, you are, you just have to check yourself if you need to still be in that situation. So again, we have to be very careful. You have to be very careful and confusing what you do with who you are. You have to be very careful with confusing your degrees or your achievements or, or uh, people asking you to do things with your validation and your worth, because your worth has already been established the day you were born. Before you were born, God knew you. You are special. So you're calling, you're calling to, to this life. He put in you before you even were born, who he, he wants you to become, what he wants you to do. And that's why it's so important that we have to continue to to plug into him so that we are doing what he wants us to do. Because when we are doing what he wants us to do and we are in the lane, so to speak, we're driving in the lane, we're living in the lane that he wants us to be in, we thrive. We thrive while even in the mess. Yes, we're going to get tired when we are loving upon and caring and working. That's normal. We're human. Yet, we're passionate about what we're doing. We can see the direction. We can see the why in what we're doing. But when we are in relationships or we are in, in situations just because we're 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 looking for something tangible we're looking for a title or we're looking for a degree or we're looking just merely for that right or we're trying to be with someone because we feel like being with them is going to say to the world that you are important that's where we get in trouble so I really want you today because you are marvelously and wondrously made. I want you today to continue on your journey from going from just surviving to thriving while you're wearing all your hats by not confusing your hats 
with who God has called you to be. I hope this has been helpful for you. I love you and I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. You are wondrously made. You are remarkable with all the hats that you are wearing. And I am here to help you continue thriving in who God has created you to be while you are wearing all the hats so you too can go from overwhelmed to resilient. Take care. I will see you next time for the next episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please share with anyone that you feel can benefit from being a part of our Overwhelmed to Resilient community and family. I would love to have them join us. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for joining me today for today's episode of Overwhelmed to Resilient, where we unplug from feelings of overwhelm and plug into our inner resilience so that we can live lives of joy and in God's purpose through mind, body, and faith reset. If today's episode resonated with you, please subscribe. And if you know someone who would also find value, please share it with them. I look forward to being with you every week. Take care and I'll see you next time for Overwhelmed to Resilient.